1: Welcome into the CHL Bears podcast, another training camp recap edition, Adam Hogue, Mark Carmen, Nicholas Moriano, and Gilligan's Island.
2: <laughs> Come on now, I got the Craig training Bragg's camp attire here. Look at
1: this guy, he's just a beautiful human being. Thank you You,
0: you've really hit a next level i've never been more jealous of you've been
2: rocking the bucket head in practice yeah
0: but i've never gone indoor bucket head and you're willing to do it so you (laughs) you you did it man training can't fit man i I fixed my hair today i've got a whole new look going on That
2: my hair's still got another month to grow so
0: okay that was an awesome day so adam i can't you guys
1: are twinsies everybody's got gray over there but especially you you look at that
0: only spilled a couple of drops of coffee on this thing today. I think it actually is <laughs> oh, not yeah, really sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. They can't a, see it no on camera. It's been, been good, a day or. and a half. Um, that was awesome today. What a, what, a, what a fun day of training camp.
1: You don't you sound convinced.
0: <laughs> well, I didn't think it was necessarily great for the team, but I was entertained. But it was good it for was you. Entertaining. Which is yeah. what matters.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah we're going to recap it all. Uh, it was definitely uh, it, it. was a longer padded mm-hmm. practice. Uh, So another fun one for us to consume, uh, a yellow practice. So we had the red practice yesterday, which means, you know, hit the brakes a little bit. I thought today would have been green, but I don't necessarily know all the colors. Breaking news, if I may. At
0: the end of the press conference today with Matt Eberflus, Hogue asked the Flues what color was practiced today after the practice was over. And Flues told you yellow. You and the Flues are on a color talking first name basis i yes. thought that was big
1: <laughs> but what's the color it. that he threw back at me though that i
3: was that turquoise did i hear turquoise or something or what well was yeah, i think he was kidding but oh
1: it was like uh oh what's the name of that like crazy color he said it in the press conference the other day too as a joke and then he oh. dropped it again to me today when i whatever hey, you want
0: flusher t- doing color jokes i like it i think it's good for the show
1: okay <laughs> uh well let's jump it right in by the way hit subscribe join the fam diehards at uh all diehard become a diehard we got our golf outing coming up cannot wait you can sign up get a discount if you are a Die diehard and uh newsletter if you are a diehard as well coming out every single day in the morning it's in your inbox um what did i write about today i can't even remember
2: hopefully not special teams
1: i only did only one special teams newsletter so far uh no today was uh impressions of the depth chart that's correct yeah so uh every morning you're getting those so make sure you hit that subscribe button here on the cco youtube channel and hit the like
2: button and you get discounts on upcoming live events including some tailgates this season which are going to be off the chain so chartreuse chartreuse
1: chartreuse that is the color that matt Iberflus was talking about what color is chartreuse Thank you, guys. You guys pay more attention than we do, and you should have our jobs.
3: Well, <laughs> well,
1: well, That's amazing.
3: Hey, that's the color of my shoes. That's our truce.
0: Yeah, you had great shoes today. I'd like to personally apologize to Gary Ross and his father for not taking the time to say goodbye. It's been a very busy day for me. Uh, Gary's apparently... Um, Gary the, can live. Gary's upset. Gary, I missed you, Gary. Know that. I missed everybody that I didn't see today. What is happening? Great
1: shoe by Nick. It's a, it's a chartreuse. Although it appears yellow on that video right there. It does, yeah. But so it's definitely more. It's like more...
2: Mooney's cleats. That's, That's right, yeah. That was weird That's that it did that. Cleats.
1: All right, best and worst of the day. I'll go ahead and start. Common uh, sentiment that I've had over and over and over and over again, which I think is a really good thing, because uh, consistently, DJ Moore continues to be the best player on the field. He is just legit. It reminds me of when Khalil Mack got here, where it's just like, oh, that's one of those things that the Bears <laughs> have now. That's really good because they're different. And um, he continued, like, he's had some throws. Like, there was one, I think it was a slant today, that was, like, way considerably behind. behind him. Yep. And he just that got was a, it. That was an incredible catch. That was, that was awesome.
3: Hands, man. He
1: had another nice catch along the sideline, um, which my guy Jason McKee pointed out probably would not have been a catch in a game because the corner would have lit him up. But... He still made a nice catch. It was still a nice catch for practice purposes, uh, good adjustment to the ball. So DJ Moore continues to dominate. And I just think it's such a huge upgrade and it's gonna help Justin Fields so much. Uh, we'll get a little bit more into the Justin Fields conversation here in a little bit, but you know, he's still far from perfect, but DJ Moore, when he throws that direction, one to two, it's DJ Moore is helping him out a lot. Your worst? Uh, my worst was, did you? <laughs> okay. so. I picked the worst that I cannot really go into detail with because it's like, you cannot describe specific plays. Those are the rules that we have to agree to, to be able to watch practice as close as we can, but they're in a two minute situation late. And it was basically last play of the game. got to have a touchdown situation. And all I'll say was it was a throw short of the end zone instead of in the end zone. And they were in the red zone at that point. And I, I, I can't really go into more details about the play, but I was just, my conclusion was like, I almost wanted to say to Luke gets, he was about 15 feet away. I was like, hey, maybe I just, I want to delete that one out of the playbook.
0: I didn't know what they were trying to do there. It seemed like they were maybe trying to work on a situation where if they did get short of the goal line, they would, you know, f- figure out a way to get there. But it, it didn't look like that was the, the, uh, the answer I w- but I wasn't exactly
1: sure what was happening, but I think, uh, yeah, I had the same reaction. Hogue. You might be right. Like that's what it seemed if it, like. If it, if it, is oddly a shorter throw. What do you do? Like if you
0: can't, but how about
3: you just throw it to the end zone? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to right. me. but I mean they were walking
0: off and communicating about it, so it was, they were definitely trying to do something. It just didn't really work. Actually, not. It didn't. It didn't work. It's what I'm trying to. Yeah. Uh, all right, my best from today. I thought the run game was awesome today. Mm -hmm. And I think if you're looking, like I said, I keep talking to myself during practice and watching the Bears as we get ready for the season. What are the Bears good at? What can you hang your hat on? And to be honest, I'm not exactly sure quite yet, but I think there's a very good chance that it will turn out to be the run game. Tristan Ebner broke one today. I think Khalil Herbert looked great. I'm including in the run game short passes where Herbert and Fields connected a bunch today, to just to move the ball, and, and certainly in the two-minute, I thought all of that looked pretty damn good today. Uh, it was more physical too, which I enjoyed. It was it was just fun to watch that. Uh, my worst was, and I maybe it's the best. I don't know. But, um, you know, the, the, <laughs> maybe the your worst is the I mean, I, if you if you want to say that, that Chase Claypool is trying to rise up Tyreek Stevenson and ride him all practice to try to get him to a level where he can actually handle being screamed at on game day, if that's his motivation. Well then maybe he's being a great teammate, but if that's now what's going on. He just wants to bang on the Rook all day long um, and not let it go literally an hour after it happened Mm -hmm. then then that would fall under the worst for me uh because they had a play where one-on-one and and chase got physical with him which is totally cool uh stevenson went down and stevenson didn't like it didn't like it to claypool didn't like it elsewhere and claypool was like basically told him to shut up you know stop talking and and it was calling him rook over and over again which i like he is a rook and and maybe chase is trying to lift him up but it was it was it was off-putting i'll say that
1: so let's circle back to that because i want to have a deeper conversation i'm not surprised at all that that is one of our worst today and i do want to come back to that conversation about when trash talk is productive and then when it becomes counterproductive when it crosses a line Nick, go ahead. Your best and worst.
3: Yeah, my best is probably a player that a lot of Bears fans haven't heard about. But Makai Baskerville, the linebacker. Yeah, I heard, had, I heard of him today. Yes, he had himself a day, you guys. Two yeah. interceptions. One was a pick six. Never heard of him until this moment. There you go. <laughs> Number, <laughs> the didn't, bear didn't or notice about the field at all. Bear Number or not 47, a bear. <laughs> watch, watch out for him in this preseason game, you guys. This is where you're gonna hopefully hear a lot more of um, you know, him and what he's capable of doing. But he showed up a lot today in practice and got some big time plays those turnovers my worst though today was just all the false starts that we saw and you saw it from darnell wright braxton jones you saw it another time uh in the first team offense but it happened throughout the entirety uh, of this practice and maddie refluce did mention it you know in his post-practice press conference that they're still working on utilizing all these cadences and how to you know just be in sync with the offense and working through that but there's just a little bit too much false starts for me so that's my worst for today so good, good I'm, gonna, I'm
2: gonna reverse it and start with my worst and finish with my best because my it's best is a good one illegal it's illegal, the legal bra- it's the illegal show. formation
1: he made it very clear who was running the show when he walked in that's here. Yeah. you're damn right oh, 13 uh, minutes before it started
2: my worst is right along with you as uh, the sloppiness on offense the fall starts and then uh, off the fall starts the drops there was yeah. a lot of drops today Valus jones had a drop and the and the dbs were chirping at valus about it yeah. um you know the running backs had a few drops khalil herbert had one right in his hands um seven on sevens one-on-ones doesn't matter what session it was there there was it seemed to be a drop every series not helping your quarterback out and then there was a couple times where i felt like the wide receivers weren't tracking the ball on a deep ball you know we're trying to get that connection and maybe i thought the placement was there and the wide receiver's not getting his head turned around to find where the ball is at so while the quarterback certainly needs to you know keep improving and building chemistry with guys the wide receivers got to help him out too so uh that's my worst my best is off the field the best thing i have seen at training camp in a long time maybe ever was by noah sewell while he was signing autographs with fans and it honestly puts chills on my back just thinking about it because this guy took his time with a family that has, you know, needs sign language to communicate. And he took his time, five minutes with this family, to learn a sentence in sign language, to communicate with these people, and to watch him do that. You know, we can talk about football all day. We're gonna get to preseason games and the regular season games. To watch a a young man in Noah Sewell do that, honestly I gained a lot of respect for me he's got a fan for life of me I don't care where he plays hopefully he stays here forever but this dude to to do that in that moment and take his time showed a lot of maturity and he's got the utmost respect for me and I know every person that was standing around watching that he gained a fan in every single person including that family so shout out to noah sewell
1: that's really that's cool awesome. that's awesome uh yeah. noah sewell's having a pretty good camp too he had a good right. day today but he's, he's making, been great since yeah. the,
2: after that first week he's settling in he's listed as the
1: backup mike when tremaine Edmonds out he's been playing with uh jack sambor missing time he's been playing i mean he is in that linebacker he, rotation and for a guy that really did not have a great last year uh oregon. at oregon and, and was kind of moved around used in different ways um I think he, the, the more I watch him in this system, I think he fits what these Bears linebackers, we saw what they did with them. Like, they don't mind blitzing these guys. They don't mind. And so he's got some pass rush ability too. If he shows that he can just play the scheme and then they can blitz him, I think, I, I it's interesting. I, I like the depth the Bears have at linebacker right now because I feel like they have four starters. Well, he... Well, today and basically every day,
0: that dude is physical. I mean, yeah. he, he hits hard. He is, and he is flying around out there.
1: Um, well, look, that's a situation where the pedigree matters. And that Sewell family. There, I mean, that's a football family, and they don't mess around. And I mean, they're just a tough,
3: physical football family, and he's a part of it. Yeah, Nieberflus was asked about him today, getting the reps, and the thing that he kept saying one, two, three times: instinctive. And that's why we're seeing noah sewell he's always around the football and especially in today's practice i had him jotted down in my notes a bunch of times so he keeps making plays and obviously jack sanborn is still kind of working back from the injury but we talked about it that's a competition and we're gonna see um noah sewell push you know jack sanborn he'll probably do the same but he's always around the football well, you it's to see him. You, made, no you, made the man,
2: you made the mention about his family and, and his dad gabriel sewell senior put people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel, Maya Angelou, uh, you know, and he was referencing that off of the report I made on Twitter. And he's absolutely right. So he did a great job raising his son, and he's got a lot to be proud of. And and just, you know, from a fan's perspective, to watch somebody take their time like that, that's the kind of stuff that is going to ingratiate you with a fan base in a big, big way. So like, shout out.
0: Like you bringing that into the show, Braggsy, that's a good behind-the-scenes situation that that's awesome for everybody to hear about
1: that's uh that's why Bragg's is here we're, we're all in press conferences Bragg's is out there with the people Bragg's in the stands Bra- man Bra- let's
2: go
0: nobody's building a brand better than Bragg's in the stands I will say also as far as late round picks going today and hitting hard Noah Sewell Roshan Johnson from the running back spot cracked
1: about three people coming <laughs> through I mean that was violence. however he did have a draft that led to one of those Baskerville, Baskerville, Baskerville interception. Oh, in the back of the end zone.
0: No, he's in the middle of the field. Okay, who? There was a pick in the back of the end zone too, off of bobble, that was late in the practice.
3: Uh, oh yeah, I couldn't see from who exactly that was. Well, maybe I have it in my notes somehow. Doesn't well, matter. Well, well, he
1: had one of the ones in the end zone too. I think that might have been the other one that mm-hmm. he had. But anyway, uh, I want to get into more of this Claypool discussion because it was sort of an odd practice I would just say. I mean, we're, so it's one-on-ones and he's being physical with Tyreek Stevenson. You know, we're definitely at the part of part of uh training camp where guys have been going up against each other a lot. They start to get sick of each other. It's completely normal. But this was like a little extra like just what uh, the way I saw it and I was watching the rep was it was a completely normal jam by Tyreek Stevenson and Claypool just basically grabbed him and threw him to the ground essentially like in the moment it wasn't after the whistle or anything it was just like it was definitely all offensive pass interference and a flag was thrown and so then Claypool's running down the field wide open and he doesn't catch the ball
0: and well, it wasn't a great throw but he went off his hands should have caught, caught it should have caught it
1: and, 100%. He and he didn't catch it and then it was just a lot of chatter um that didn't stop for an hour Well, and that's the Mm. thing. Like it just in, we're technically allowed, not allowed to share every little quote that we hear (laughs) and stuff from on the field, but let me just put it from my coaching perspective. I'll say this for me, if it was our guys, I, I would have, I would have told him to shut up because I thought across the line from, okay, we're still teammates. I think that there's a lot of healthy chatter that goes on there it is the NFL it is definitely not high school football so I get it and I think that up until this point I really hadn't seen or heard anything that crossed the line to that point but I just saw today it was like all right you you made your point I think some of this is definitely healthy for the rookie Tyreek Stevenson to to get used to and Tyreek you can tell because he was chirping back a little bit but I think the big difference was when Tyreek Stevenson was making a play, it wasn't like he started yelling back at Claypool Mm-mm. as practice went on. He just was going about his business. And that I respected. Because as much as Claypool was because there was a rep later where DJ Moore beat Stevenson and Claypool just was giving it to him again. Right. And I'm like, at that point I'm like, dude, you're not even practicing anymore. Right. Like I feel like you tweaked something, you've been out. Yeah, exactly. So I, I don't I don't know. For me today and we've been very open and honest about this. I think Chase, I think Chase Claypool's had a great training camp. I've been optimistic about him. I appreciate how much he's been out there on the practice field. He has not missed a day of practice. We'll see if he's out there tomorrow now that he, today you know, he pulled the hamstring. I mean, yeah, basically he missed practice today yeah, cuz three happened, quarters of it. This happened early in one-on-ones, but I don't know. I just I I I I know that Iberflue's kind of brushed it off in the press conference today when he was asked about it, and I don't even know at that point how much he was aware of what wasn't around when that was exactly because he's in the middle of the field. I have a feeling that behind the scenes it gets addressed at least a little bit. Now, what I will say is John Hoke, the DBs coach, who was right Mm -hmm. there hearing all this. I like that he he didn't necessarily say anything to Claypool because from his, his standpoint, he's coaching up the rookie and there are going to be games like this where you're going to hear that and you see it all the time. The wide receivers, corners going at each other and you just don't want it to respond. And Flew said this today too. You just don't want it to result in a penalty. Mm-hmm. So I think in John Hoke's standpoint, he was just, you know, keep playing, keep playing, keep playing, keep playing, control what you can control. And I did think Tyreek Stevenson did, did a good job of that
3: yeah i'll say this with um that whole situation too like afterwards like yes claypool is still kind of giving it to Tyreek stevenson verbally but he also went to go try to get clarification from the one ref that was on looking at the rep who uh gave him the flag trying to plead his case so to speak and then also went to talk to tyke tolbert about it to say you know he kind of like threw him down to the ground to get past him on the line of scrimmage and i Later in the practice, you also see Claypool. He's giving high fives to his teammates. So I don't want to make it out to be like he's just this terrible person. But we have seen the last couple of practices where he does like to vocalize, you know, exactly what he's thinking. You can hear him. But it, you just don't want to see that trickle into the locker room. And Khalil Herbert was asked about that today. And he said what happens on the football field, like we've been hearing, stays out there. And still, to me, I'm just I'm amazed that they're, I guess, so good about doing that if you
0: just to try to give you a feel for what went on in the field, if you watched the last dance and there's Jordan on the court say, Ooh, Ooh, like just poking at everybody. Uh, and it was a little bit like that and it was somewhat playful, but I'm sitting there like, dude, you've got 14 catches in this uniform. <laughs> you, you, you've played seven games. You are, you are out here acting like, you know, you're, Jerry rice in his prime or something. So it's just, there's a little bit too much for what, and I, I, I get it. He's had, you know, a very good season in the NFL with the Steelers, but there's just a little too much, uh, chatter for the amount of production that at least that the bears have got from in, in, you know, in a,
2: yeah, but uh, you know, from his standpoint, a rookie, you know, uh, getting chirpy. And if we're going to talk about, you know, who's getting chirpy, To me, the DB, if we want to talk about who started it here in the last week and a half, the DBs are the ones that got this thing fired up and claypool responded on a few days after that and like you mentioned on that one where you talked about how he flexed over a guy so he's showing mm-hmm. okay you gonna i'm gonna clap back yeah. and i i don't mind that competitiveness but it certainly is starting to spill over yeah. and do over the line
0: That that's fair that there was a lot more energy on the defensive side of the ball and the, the dbs have mm-hmm. been
2: the loudest the whole camp
0: that, that's fair that's fair.
2: and
1: and i what i do like and i've been saying this for a couple of years now even one of the faults I thought of the last regime is that they were, they had too many nice guys and right. And there are certain guy you do want to have a certain mix a of dog. edginess mm-hmm. edginess in your locker room on your practice field. And I'm all for that. Where that comes from though. It's, it matters.
2: It's gotta be harnessed properly. Right.
1: And like, to your point, if Michael Jordan is doing this, everyone's going to sit there and be like, okay. But you got to earn it. Now I don't necessarily know what you know, how Claypool's being received. And I don't, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Um, I will say this, and I'll repeat what I just said earlier. I have not had a problem with it. I didn't even have a problem with it when the first thing happened today. It was Agreed. more so after he got hurt.
2: He was still John,
1: and he mm. and like his first reaction was to like and again, we can't repeat everything that was said, but to me, what he said there as he's hurt kind of crossed the line for me as a coach. And that's where I would have stepped in and been like, all right, that's enough. Go get your leg taken care of.
0: Well, he any opportunity that he got to go at Tyreek the rest of the practice he, he basically took it and Braggs, you're right that the dbs were chirping the most but tyreek wasn't really like chirping at him today he just took exception to that He's kind class. of just defending himself yeah yeah he, yeah and
2: i'm not yeah. referencing today cuz you guys were much closer yeah. to it they he, were on the he, far side of the field i'm talking about these last the oh, last right. week right yeah. tyreek has certainly been involved in some of the chirping
0: yeah, but he's on the low end. I mean, that's that's more Brisker and and Gordon and Gordon, and, and, and Eddie Eddie Eddie. 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 Yep. I mean, he's not out he's not out there being this mouthy rookie. That's but the whole D, I
2: think they're just a the whole DB team, really. Has, I mean, today when Hightower, they they, yeah, they showed not, up when Valus made that drop, yeah, it, they yeah, they, all they, sh- there. they showed him up afterwards, and you mm-hmm. know he he did. I mean, at, like to me, you know, your teammates, whatever. There's competitiveness. I got no issue with well, it as long as it doesn't sh- turn into a toxicity,
0: right? and by the way it'll be interesting going forward here if some of the dbs take up for tyreek going forward with him Uh, when he gets back on the practice field if if eddie's extra chirpy which we did see over the weekend not the same thing but
2: Claypool's coming, could let him go out of bounds and, and Eddie cracked him. So I'll say this much I'm setting the over under on fights next week at three and a half when they go to Indianapolis, cause this team is geared up. They're tired of a lot of, you know, they just have this chippiness to them. We've seen more than a few tussles and even outright fights going on. you know, I know we have a preseason game Saturday, so maybe that'll lessen the blow, but when they go to Indy next week for two straight practices for two plus hours night, it's yeah. i there's gonna be some competitiveness and i i literally cannot wait for those practices it's gonna, it's gonna be, be a lot of fun
0: tomorrow could be interesting too although i'll be surprised if uh claypool's practicing tomorrow i would th- I, would, I guess <sighs> yeah. i would bet against it well,
1: well yeah and real quick before i move on we should address the injury because of all this that's the worst um because he's got to stay healthy and mm-hmm. i'm i i have we have all been giving him credit for the fact that he's been out there in every practice yeah. um and 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 again i i he seems to have a fire under him right now that I like all, yeah, all we're seeing here. And I think any of us who were really out there saw it, like this was at least borderline. And I find it very interesting that none of the coaches really seem to sh- shoot it down. So maybe they want this cool, well, I, mm-hmm. but it's something to continue to track. It's definitely something to talk to about, um, as far as the injury, not too worried about it, barely got any treatment. They did take his helmet away. He didn't go inside. He seemed to be walking around slightly gingerly, but he was on his feet the entire practice and and engaged even as he was mm-hmm. talking more shit. But he was engaged. I, yeah. Um. I'm, so I this definitely seems like more of a day to day thing than anything serious. I hope
2: I'm nervous about it because. You know he was so fired up even if it was serious or you know more serious than just a day-to-day thing he wasn't going anywhere because he wanted to let tyreek stevenson know the rest of the day so i i'm nervous about it but yeah with our conversations over the first week to 10 days where i was trying to gauge who was standing out more yeah, dj Moore officially passed chase claypool today i mean it would it would to me was always close Ooh, wow. i know oh, resident wow. meatball you know accused liar is now saying that DJ Moore has is now the best wide receiver showing throughout camp. We got one more day. Chase Claypool is likely not to practice tomorrow, but I never thought the margin was different to me. It was an exciting conversation because I thought they both were playing well, but now that Chase has gotten hurt and the way DJ Moore played today really just puts it in the spotlight that you guys were trying to point out to me, like what he's doing while it can look easy at times is
3: special consistent man
1: let the record show like the game of risk reality island has taken (laughs) taken
3: over meatball island Uh, planted
1: the
2: flag hey yeah (laughs) injuries got in (laughs) the way of this good job uh all right we'll we'll concede for now
1: all right well uh in the meantime this episode of CS joe bears is brought to you by better help we love better help. We love, uh, talking. We love, uh, whatever issues that are, are being thrown at us in life. Uh, therapy is a great way to handle it all. And that's why we love better help. If If, uh, whether you're dealing with decisions around your career, relationships, really anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement. Trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values is like anything. The more you practice it, the easier it gets. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is how it works. You fill out a brief questionnaire, you get matched with a licensed therapist and you are allowed to switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Head to betterhelp.com slash CHGO. Answer a few questions about yourself and your goals. You'll receive an email once you're matched. Start connecting with your therapist, and from there you can start scheduling your sessions. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash CHGO today to get 10% off your first month.
3: That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot slash CHGO. Check out Better and everyone you gotta check out Lewis University. Many of the students are adults just like you. Many have full-time jobs and or families, and all of them chose Lewis's supportive educational community to help make their transition back to school as easy as possible to earn a respected degree. 35 miles southwest of Chicago in Romeoville, ranked as one of US News and World Report's top-tier colleges, Lewis partners with numerous employers for tuition discounts and offers evening, online, and blended formats help you balance work family and education and faculty bring a real-world experience and instruction to the classroom which is immediately relevant to your career and they can offer support and academic resources for adult students and whether you're looking to complete your bachelor's or master's degree or enroll in a professional certificate program Lewis has the right program for you Lewis offers several career focused programs that will set you up for success we're just gonna highlight one here the criminal justice public safety First responders, they receive 20% off tuition discount, and tuition is deferred for six weeks after the end of each class section. So another adult undergraduate program you can look into, business analytics, business programs, technology programs, all of it is there at Lewis. And here's the most important part, everybody. You can discover how a degree from Lewis can help you build a better world. Learn more at lewisu.edu. Edu forward slash you can do this one more time. That's lewisu.edu forward slash you can do this.
2: All right. We do have uh, a guy in the chat by the name of Herb Howard uh-oh who says, Wow, proud of you, Mr. Mayor. Let's go, Herb. <laughs> oh, Let's Reunited go. United and it feels so good. Wait, but
1: are you still the mayor if Herb took over?
2: No, Meatball Island. No, he's not mayor of Meatball Island. That's my title. Well, I
1: don't (laughs) think he wants to be either.
2: No, he doesn't. You're he's. But he still owns the island. He's on elitist Island with you and Weederer and Carm. Nick's like in the middle on a rowboat, trying to figure out where he's going, and I'm trying to like pull him in. But i'm on meatball island we're throwing a party over there i I am not on elitist island oh yes you are oh no i'm not (laughs) (laughs) oh no
0: i'm not you can't
2: come to the party
0: (laughs) you could put me on some island it ain't that island Island. if if, if we're talking about if we're talking about bears reporters on elitist island that's not where i get dropped off (laughs) i there's there are some other places that you could put me that are more appropriate we could discuss those off the air as i Go through this moment in time. Herb's the
1: man, though, <laughs> and I'm glad that he took you on and your you're yeah,
0: Chase Claypool Twitter
1: thoughts. beef. Yeah. Come on What's that island in uh, the Leonardo DiCaprio movie? Is it Inception?
3: No. That's that's the island? I no. That that's where we're, we're going to send me.
1: you, brags if you keep going. It
2: wasn't Inception. It was the prison. What am I thinking of? It, yeah. They were in a prison. I'm it was like Real an insane asylum. Again, the, com-
1: the commenters will help us out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Realville. Realville. Pull up. I like that real. All right. One well, floor of the cuckoo's nest. Can, can we go to realville right now, please? Yeah. Shutter
2: Island. Okay. Shutter yes. Island. Here we go. Yes.
1: I, un, and then we'll get to some super chats. Thank you chat for uh, Shutter Island, Shutter jumping Island. in with Shutter Island. <laughs> I understand the questioning and why it came up today. I think Pat Finley is the one that asked the question, but I'm still floored by anybody who actually shares this belief. And I'm not even sure Pat does. I think just the question had to be asked, but the, Flu said Fields is playing Saturday, mm-hmm. which to me there was never any question about. But Pat asked a question: Okay, now that he's in year three, year two of the offense, basically, do you really need to play him in the preseason because yep. of the risky injury? Yes, we do. Yes, you do. And, and I, um, just in the re- some of the responses I got on Twitter to just tweeting that Justin Fields was going to play, got some of that pushback. Like it's cr- like there there appears to be some Bears fans. I think it's probably a pretty big minority that just think Justin Fields is far enough along right now that it's not worth the risk to play him.
0: What? It's a, it's a very vocal mind. Well, I don't even know if it's a minority because they're loud.
1: But if you are one of those people, I cannot stress this enough to you. He is not there yet and i say that with all optimism that he's going to get there but from what we're seeing on the practice field and some of these situations and i love how much they're testing the offense both with all these cadences that they've been practicing which by the way they need to practice in games and um also some of the situations they put them in you got to put them in live football and i realize it's dangerous it always is it's football but dare i bring up 2019
2: oh yeah, you should because Matt Nagy's in the chat saying you should never play the starters right. in the preseason. <laughs> well, Matt, Mr. Nagy, Mr. Coach How'd Nagy. How'd that work out for you?
1: You already have admitted that was wrong because you came back the year after and basically said that was a mistake and you played your starters again because it was a mistake, especially for a young quarterback. Um, now, is that the reason why Mitch never made it? No, but you learned hard that year that you can't just sit your starters and then go out there and try to beat the Packers in week one. So I think that's insane. I'm not saying he needs to play a lot. I would follow what you would normally probably do, which is get him a series or series or two on Saturday, play him a lot more next week in Indianapolis especially after you get to practice against the Colts for a few days and then if everything is where you think it should be at that point you sit them in that last game against the Bills that would be perfectly reasonable but this any any idea that Justin Fields could just stop right now and not that he'd stop in practice but not play any preseason games and then just go out there and be perfect against
3: the Packers in week one that's insane to me well, I, I just look at what happened today with the cadences. You brought it up, Adam. Like, they were having false starts, and not that that was the only reason they were false starting, but I, fields in that offense need that to try those cadences in in hostile environment. Go to Indianapolis and try it out, because you need to do it in game and not just in practice. That's going to take time. So there's a bunch of benefits to just getting your quarterback out there. He's not going to play the whole game gonna play but, one series exactly so you get them those reps that you can take into the regular season to iron things out a little bit see what you can do better and move on and then like so i have no issue and i don't think most bears fans do with fields at least playing a little bit in the preseason and by the way it helps your offensive line too
1: exactly right. because because pj walker is gonna have a different voice a different cadence than justin fields so if you st- put your starting offensive line and by the way the, they yeah. need to play Whoever a lot those too be. those guys need to play <laughs> yeah. too you can't have it be with the quarterback who's not going to be the same quarterback they're with in week one
0: i see i would do it a little more old school i i I wouldn't play him more than a quarter but i would play him until you see some level of success out there if they if they've run the first series and they go three and out two runs and in and, and and they whatever they throw it on third and six and it's incomplete we're going to do it we are going to do another run here and if it goes the same way again i'm going to do a third run let's 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 get let the offense get some confidence have some have some good vibes going and then we can call it a day i mean i i'm i'm as nervous as anybody out there about anyone getting hurt but you got to get them ready you got to put them in the best position to have success and playing in the preseason is where this team is at so uh I, yes. I, i'm yes i'm happy that they're doing it
2: injury is always a risk we understand that and, that, and that's why it's incumbent on luke Getze and justin fields to understand that and run a series build up to that third preseason game but do it in a mindful matter where you're not putting yourself in harm's way like today there was a couple times where justin could have taken it upfield padded practice but they're not tackling justin fields Mm -hmm. but he still took it out of bounds instead of taking taking that angle up the field that he easily can do you know t3p asked in the podcast asked in the chat what does one one series
0: even do it's great if he goes
1: down the field and scores a touchdown right
2: and it's really a
1: snap count rather than a series count
0: right
2: you're getting into game mode you're building yourself up to week one so this week you get into game mode you prep before the game you do your warm-ups the exact routine you're gonna do for week one you play one series and then the second week you play a quarter and then the third preseason game just like they did last year under Matt reflux they'll play the whole half and then you get two weeks off before the regular season and that's building you up to being ready for the green bay packers you take these days off you you want to put these guys you know in 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 you know, uh, you know, soft play them. It's going to be the exact same outcome as 2019. You're not going to be ready to play football and there's going to be disappointment on the lakefront. And I, that's not what I want. And I don't think Eberflus is going to do that. So
0: it's a good point too, about the offensive line. Darnell, right?
3: Do needs to play. Oh God. Yes. He got to be out there. I wonder how much they play him though. I mean, I, I, look, obviously he's a rookie. He needs those snaps, but Well, well,
2: and the other aspect about getting continuity on the offensive line, who's going to be their offensive line? Because Nate Davis was out again today. Tevin Jenkins had to go to the sideline. I think you reported that he wasn't feeling well, maybe. I don't know. He's just tired. He he
0: got hit. you You know? We, we from our up.
2: standpoint in the stands, we don't know if he's hurt or what, but he gets taken out. They bring in Alex Leatherwood at yeah. left guard. He so left the game. I don't injury. care who. Jenkins out. went
1: back in, by the way. Yeah. That's fine, he but you're going to have
2: yeah. injuries on the offensive line. So whoever's out there, they got to learn to play together. It's not, we're not unlikely to have the five same offensive line all season like the 2006 Bears that took that team to the Super Bowl. That's unlikely to happen. So you got to build this continuity with everyone that's in that offensive line. Now,
1: now, if they want to sit DJ Moore. I don't necessarily have a problem with that. Now you can certainly make an argument that Justin needs to, uh, but I've almost seen enough of that chemistry True. in I practice. Agree. Yeah. I completely that, agree. That, that I'm, if they don't play DJ Moore, I'm not going to object to it. If they play him for a series or, or a little bit, just to make sure they can all line up and being, you know, mm-hmm. get their wide receiver rotation in order. That's fine too. But to me, DJ Moore has reached the status of, <laughs> you don't want to play in the preseason. Yeah. You're good. good. And by the way, I hope Justin gets to that point. If he's, If he's, uh, you know, in the Aaron Rodgers category in a year or two of he doesn't need to play because I don't think Rodgers has played in preseason games since 2018. Mm -hmm. Um, Good for him. And that'll be perfectly fine. But they're not there yet. They're just not.
0: That's a great point or great take. Whatever. The only guy on this roster that doesn't need to play is DJ Moore. The rest of the roster well, needs to play. Well, That's right. how I you, see it. You
2: ask, Carm, like, what does this offense do? Well, there is no question. It's Justin Fields to DJ Moore. And I might have my, uh, you know, um, you know, perspective of, like, how many deep balls have they hit while I'm there? But at the same time, they are killing it on the underneath and intermediate stuff, the slant game mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. They, they're, I mean, to me, it's a question of not if he's going to get a hundred balls dj moore is he going to get like 120 i mean that they, they have that kind of connection growing there's
0: no doubt it's it's it is it is the biggest difference from last year to this year those two together walking down bears victory road hopefully because they're gonna if, if the bears are gonna win a lot of football games this year dj moore is gonna be right in the middle of it he's gonna put up what's huge... the
2: most catches in a single season we didn't do this when we talked about our records um, just the Bears, or he's general? gonna. I mean, you thought Mitch went to Allen Robinson a lot, <laughs> Justin Fields gonna be going to DJ Moore a lot. It's, it's yeah, exciting. probably, but the
1: difference is this is still. I don't think this is a team that's still gonna be throwing the ball, you know, 40 times a game.
3: Why not? They're, because, what, <laughs> <laughs> like, what Carm
1: brought up earlier in the show, I guess it's 118. The running 118 game, 118
2: from Brandon Marshall with the Bears in 2012, most receptions ever.
1: I believe it. Look, the running game's still good. It's going to be a strength of this team, and they're going to rely on the running game. So even as Justin Fields and DJ Moore hopefully take flight, uh, there's still going to, going to be somewhat limited opportunities. I want to switch the conversation a little bit more to the offensive line now, and especially, especially the uh, first-round draft pick, Darnell Wright, because I don't know that we've talked enough about him in training camp so far, and I think part of it is just because we, I, especially well, all of us, and, and me just over the years, I hate Judging offensive linemen until the pads go on. Same. So now that we've had a handful of padded practices, I think we can start to make more of a conclusion here. I want to highlight a tweet from Clay Harbor today. Our our, our friend Clay Harbor was out of practice. Uh, he said, "Watched a lot of Darnell Wright today. He showed flashes, but had an up and down day. Guy has a bright future, but I hope people still remember he's a rookie." I was talking to Sylvie a little bit today too, Mark Silverman at practice about Darnell Wright because. Like I have to say to this point, I've been slightly underwhelmed based on my own high expectations for him. Cause I liked the draft pick so much when it was made. And so I just retweeted Clay Harbor and I said, this is exactly how I would describe Darnell Wright's entire camp so far. Not just today. I, I think it's a good microcosm of all camp and I'm anxious to see him in preseason games. Cause I do think there's a lot of good mixed in. I think there's the bright side as as a uh, bright future as clay put it in his tweet is definitely still there there's absolutely zero panic for me whatsoever I also like to hear the details from Getzy last week and Flus today on how much they're challenging the cadences because and I followed up with Flus to ask him well I like basically I assume that's affecting Darnell Wright the most because not only is he a rookie but that tennessee offense with the speed that they play at i doubt so they nice. have like Flew said he was probably playing with most two cadences last year at tennessee so there's definitely an adjustment period and and i just want to highlight what clay said because i think we're all gonna to have to remember myself included that he is still a rookie but i cannot wait to see him in a preseason game saturday for the first time and i would definitely put him in the category of players that even if they start subbing in some of the backups on the old line i i play Darnell Wright to halftime I would yeah get, get him as
3: much experience as possible he needs it
0: I would do the same with Braxton Jones for the record Let, let's 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 sure. go yeah You're, these are young players who need to play
3: and I think too for just what I've seen from Darnell right and even when the practice is when he hasn't had pads and when he has it's the inside move that has got him a couple of times where whether it's Terrell Lewis Dominique Robinson They've, they've taken advantage of the rookie. And you know, that's what I want to see him going if he's on an island for a play. Just how he approaches the pass rush, how he's able to stop the pass rush, whether it's the bull rush, speed, whatever they're using. I You want to see Darnell Wright get as much different kind of reps from these pass rushers as possible so that when it comes to regular season, he's not going to have everything in his toolbox at that point, but at least he's seen it once and, and you can learn from those reps. But Darnell Wright, I think is somebody that obviously the Bears, move, move back to go get number 10 overall pick. And they need to see him. Maybe he struggles beginning of the season, you guys, but as the season goes on, he can't just plateau. He needs to ascend as a player. I think that's how you'll, you best categorize, um, Darnell Wright's right Season in, in a positive way. I that the biggest
0: compliment that he's gotten by people talking about his play is that he's got tremendous feet for his size. Yeah. So that is a, Big time compliment from dudes going up against him, which basically am, means
1: getting to his landmark and setting on time.
0: I mean, yeah, and I have no idea if, what the bears have or don't have in Darnell right? I got to see it on the field, it, 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 but if you're just looking at training camp, has he been impressive? He's been middle of the road. He's looked good. He's looked lost and, and he's gotten beat a lot. But he's also had moments where it's like, ooh, well, there you see the physicality there, too. So, I, I you know, fingers crossed they have it. But it, it's, I think it's impossible well, to know back, right now.
1: Back to the running game, too. That might be where he really shines early. True. And we just have not seen enough of that. And I think they've made an emphasis in recent days, especially today. I mean, we saw and – and I guess at Family Fest the other day when I wasn't there, but just hearing fluce talk about that a little bit, it, you're, I think you're starting to see that a little bit better there. So, like, let's not ignore that side of it. And he might – he might be a dominant rookie in the run game and just have his moments in pass pro and struggle with some false starts from time to time because of the cadences. And there's probably gonna be some of those rookie moments early on. All right, let's get to some super chats in a second. But first, I wanna make sure everybody's taking on the sun with gear that is built to last. They're, they're coming in clutch for all of us in training camp over and over again. That's our friends at Shady Rays. They have you covered for all this warm weather the sunny days with premium polarized shades at an affordable price shady rays is an independent sunglass company that offers a world-class product just as good as any expensive pair we've worn durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures i know we've seen some tweets in the last couple days from people that have Mm -hmm. fired off their shady rays orders multiple pairs uh they all look great shady rays does a great job with their designs as well and they offer the most insane protection in all of eyewear every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements so wherever you are in your summer outdoor adventures in the water somewhere if you lose them you break them even on day one shady rays told us they will send you a brand new pair no questions asked uh, and together with their customers, Shady Rays is providing much needed support to nonprofit partners across the U.S. through Shady Rays Impact. Exclusive for our listeners, take advantage of it right now. Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to shadyrays.com, use code CHGO, you'll get 50% off two plus pairs polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The shades rated five stars by over two hundred and fifty thousand people. When you're wearing
0: your shady rays, you're gonna love if you go over to Sunnyside Cannabis Dispensary. That's right. Have a day here. Sunnyside's your home for judgment free cannabis shopping a place where all kinds of visitors are welcome to explore discover live the dream purchase a wide array of high quality products no pun intended mindy's and good news and cresco and high supply the, the wonder wonder wellness company wants to make the world of cannabis simple to understand and easy to experience for everyone something for everybody here through august this is what you want to do go to sunnyside.shop sunnyside.shop use that code C H G O twenty five. At checkout. You get 25% off your total order. So it's one use per customer, not stackable with other promotions, but it's not for new customers. If you've been to Sunnyside before, you can use this code this one time, CHGO25, 25% 25 off. Anyone can use that code. Pick up everything you need to elevate your summer or the fall that is on the way. You do have to be 21 or over, or an Illinois Med card holder. Sunnyside.shop. Use that code CHGO25.
1: And one more reminder, golf outing just a couple weeks away and uh, our foursomes, our spots in this golf, at what we're calling the CHGO kickoff classic because we're, we're kicking off football season with golf. Let's go. Basically, the two greatest things you can have together, football and golf.
2: Except for Bragg's being there. But, uh, yeah, right. We got a big healthy competition going on that day. Golf yeah,
1: it, you know, there's rumors, too, that uh, we might get a little preview in Indianapolis next week. It's some of the golf game. I'm excited for yeah. that. Yeah,
0: uh, That's it. when the actual wager will be made, and you're going to be watching it and, and, and refereeing, and, and it's And you're going not going
2: to talk <laughs> the entire 18 holes. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, oh at God the golf talking.
1: classic, or or indie. in, in, in India, in
2: uh, no, no talking. oh it's
1: it's
0: a no speaking event
2: yeah, <laughs> that when you go to golf when you go to golf events no, they have no. the quiet please signs for a reason
0: oh okay okay
2: not the quiet cram, I, you, cram you, you, please you,
1: you can go we, guys i just thought about it. we need a quiet please sign for the show
0: <laughs> we
1: absolutely have to have one so when brags like when i'm like you know trying to my you know send a mind signals i can just hold up a sign quiet please
0: i'm not gonna talk is one of the more absurd statements of all time all i'm going to do is talk and it's uh, gonna be great
1: <laughs> all right well go sign off for the uh, golf classic and uh the kickoff classic and if you're a diehard you get a discount We're all going to be there. We're going to have a good time. And uh, check out com for all of our great merch as well. Still got that QB slide shirt and all of our awesome football merchandise as well as all the other sports that we cover. Quiet, Quiet, please. There you go. Good job, Nick. Nick can do anything with that. He's so smart. Nick's so talented. I hate Nick. (laughs) (laughs) All right, super chat. We hand the show over to Gregory
2: brick by Uh brick this is always a terrifying moment of the show but we're gonna go through it anyway the pod watch 9.99 super chat finally figured this out my question from yesterday we appreciate your support pod watch until today i haven't heard much about andrew billings how how's his camp been and do you see him having a major impact on this defense
1: I do, I like him a lot. I like the signing when it happened. I think it was uh, a a very low cost, low risk signing that could have a big impact. Um, veteran presence. Coaches have raved about his uh just presence in the locker room and I think it's a good scheme fit. Um and buy some time for these rookies for Javon Dexter and Zach Pickens to come along because we can't forget that either. If we're if we're saying top ten pick Um, Darnell Wright needs some, some patience and time. Well, these second round and third round defensive tackles are going to need it too. So to have a guy like Andrew Billings, who from all accounts and and my own included my own eyes, I, I like what I've seen. I think it's an underrated signing. And I think this is a guy that, um, is going to receive very few complaints from fans.
0: All I want to say is Billings and Travis Bell have a very similar body type. And I'm thinking poor man's William Perry for both of them.
2: I, I'm thinking uh, poor man's Keith tractor trailer, I think is more apropos. That was wow. a big word for Greg. I got words and I'd, shit I'd, <laughs> I'd, out of
0: nowhere. An apropos is it? Wasn't trailer taller than that? Billings is not tall. That's why. Uh, like they're, they're He's.
1: We're going to need Lawrence to pull that gift. <laughs> I got, I got words and shit.
0: <laughs> apropos. Who can that's be really, a thing? You're apropos. Nice. It's, it's from blue streak. streak. What were you going to say?
3: Uh, you know, Andrew Billings, we, we identify him as just a run stuff for these past couple practices. He's been getting in the backfield, getting those TFLs and like Gary put in the chat, like he probably would have had a sack or two in today's practice. So he's not only just stopping the run. Like he's showing that he can get to the quarterback too, so that's just another wrinkle to add to what Billings can bring to the interior of this Bears defense. And
0: let me be clear, by the way, on my Travis Bell because Gary's putting in their Bell's half the size. Like to me, like Billings is like Benny the Bull, and 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 Bell is like half the bull. Like they they they, <laughs> they, they, they look like,
1: they're but they're similar in the fact that they're both very thick. It's also not that different. Once Billings is six one three eleven, and Travis Bell is six foot. 310 <laughs> but he looks much shorter. but he does look, he shorter. Does look, I look shorter i swear yeah, he does He looks more compact he, lo- he does <laughs> that one inch <laughs> bullen makes bullen all bullen the difference um regardless i like billings yeah he's looked good super yeah. bowl bears bears
2: yeah next know, greg just like somebody said keith trailer and, and ted washington get those big bodies in the middle to let trumaine edmonds roam around you know mm-hmm. let the linebackers do their thing all right so next up uh chappy quitty 499 super chat has there ever been a camp where issues that we don't see that we see don't come true? I feel like camp does a good job forecasting what's going to happen in season. If I could give one example to that, it was every year Devin Hester to Jay, from Jay Cutler to Devin Hester. You'd go to camp and you'd think these two were going to light up the league every camp.
1: Yeah, but that's the opposite of what he's talking about. He's saying we, issues. Has there ever been a? Cause I w- I oh, would, I, I would agree with what you're saying that sometimes there's fool's gold. There's things that look good that okay. end up okay. still being a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His question is, are, are there glaring issues or noticeable issues that don't become a problem in the regular season? And I would agree with that super chat. I think most of the time when you see something and it's, you know, it's the old adage that practice translates to the games
3: and that's why you want to get this stuff cleaned up. So, um, Trying to remember how did the 2019 season preseason or like, you know, training camp go and was there any indications of, you know, what we saw in that year? But Yeah, but he's
2: again asking something that was an issue at camp that ended up not being an issue in the regular season. That's an interesting question uh, because you Mm. always, like we mentioned, you you see it the opposite way. It's much more clear. But you know, by the time you get to the regular season, when something's not an issue, you completely forget yeah, that it was an issue at camp. Because just something, I, I'm trying to think of something. Jamar Chase drops in go. Cincinnati. Yeah. You know, that's the yeah. one that everyone. That's a good one. That's about. a really good one. Right? So that's, unfortunately, people are comparing unfortunately, that with that's Tyler not the Scott. Chicago Bears. Right, but people are comparing that with Tyler Scott. Oh, they said that about Jamar Chase in his yeah. rookie season, and then he blew up.
3: Hopefully, that's. A case but Tyler, Tyler still has to do that, so we
2: don't have an example yet.
1: I love Bears fans' justifications. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a top, the it's, number three overall pick—the like rationale, one of the best wide receivers we can, we in football. We can rationalize anything. But that is a good—that is a good example of something that happened in the preseason. That was um, an issue. Yeah, that 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 ended up being okay. Uh, but like, uh, I can think of another example from a different team. Like Christian Watson went through struggles last year, and that carried over to the regular season. Then he sort of grew out of them as the season mm-hmm. went along. Um, I'm thinking of examples like when Cody Whitehair was having snap issues and that carried over to the regular season. Um, There's probably a bunch of them, honestly. But I don't know. Right, yeah. I, how about this? I'd love to see an example of something that looks bad now that doesn't end up being a problem. But I'm struggling with it right now. It's a great question. I'll give that more
2: thought. Excellent question. With... Yeah. Mm-hmm. He stumped the – what was that show The stumped the Schwab? Yeah. All right. So, oh, yeah. go Who's ahead. Who's the Schwab
1: here? None of us are the Schwab. <laughs> no. Keep going. Thank you.
2: <laughs> go ahead and read this one, Mark. <laughs> uh,
0: Sang Ray Kim, we were so hyped about Travis Bell when we drafted him. Is, the, is he that invisible in training camp? Why aren't we talking about him? Sang Ray, he is that invisible. Maybe in the preseason games, uh, it will come along, but I don't think he's invisible to the point that he's getting cut, though. He just feels like he's going to be on the practice squad. Next. <laughs> I think Carm has to go. <laughs> Greg, I'm talking to you.
2: What did you, I, I'm, I'm I'm reading. I'm I'm producing. What did you say to me? I
0: said next that we just we just, we talked to Sang Ray Kim. You went can through you,
2: that that quickly. Yes, five dollars yes, from yes. Sang Ray Kim.
0: We appreciate it, Sang Ray Kim. Do you have another one? You get one. Travis Bell did dollar. flash
2: on a play a couple days ago where he. Mm-hmm. On yeah, second backfield. team, we, we talked about it in the last show. Yep. And he did a nice swim move and was immediately in the backfield and came running back to the huddle because he was so excited about the play he made. And it was a nice play. So there you go. That's Try his one flash play the, we've the, seen.
0: There you go. Next. All right,
2: Adam, you're going to read this one.
0: Who plays I'll more re- games, Jenkins or Claypool this year? Nicholas Romando. Rav- <laughs> Sorry. Thank,
1: thank you, Carm. I'll read when I want to read. Dollar ninety nine. Oh, here we go.
0: <laughs> Who played- no, let's go.
2: You're reading too much.
1: It's a great
0: question. It's a great question. <laughs> I'll set the over under. Uh, I, I I would pick. I'll go. I I take Claypool myself.
1: I, I'm worried about Tevin. I agree. I'm gonna go with Claypool.
2: Haters. All right, Jeremy. I'm kidding. I we just I'm went kidding. with your guy. Whatever. I just wanted. <laughs> so whichever one we a, picked, we would have been a hater, there. no matter what. That's it's what. A, that, that's that's what the bear Bears Twitter quiet, does. Quiet, please. That no,
1: yes. only applies to you. Uh, and
2: co- oh, and not Carm. That's correct. That's ridiculous. All right, Next. Nick, you read this one.
1: Jeremy
0: Day, $5. Been hearing a lot of love for both Tyreek Stevenson and Terrell Smith. Does their solid first impression impact Jalen Johnson extension talks? Mm. I did say
2: <laughs> Nick read that <laughs> what? there, Curly. Curly? What do you think? Well, Nick, the Nick, Nick, Nick can studios. answer. What do you think?
3: Uh, does it impact Jalen Johnson extension talks? I don't think so. I mean... They're, they're both, look, uh, Terrell Smith's been uh, injured the past two days, but it's good seeing both these guys making plays throughout training camp. And I think Jalen Johnson, I mean, he's been making a lot of plays too, you guys. Yeah. I, like, I think ideally, you know, maybe they can get some worked out and, you know, have really good depth at the cornerback spot.
1: I, I said this on our quick recap video we did earlier today after practice. I... Uh, which you can also find in the CSGO channel here. I I think they I think DJ Moore is making Jalen Johnson better. I like that back and forth that we've seen. I think it's been a fun, healthy battle, uh, much healthier than what we saw with Claypool and Stevenson today, sure. in my opinion. Um, I I think it's a great question, Jeremy. And ultimately, I'm going to say no because if you if you end up with a top tier corner that you want to extend, you don't not do it just because you think you have young depth up and coming. Jalen Johnson's still young. We're only talking about his second contract here. Um, if he's earned that contract and he's he hits the benchmarks or whatever the Bears still feel like they want to see, um, you lock that guy down. It's too much of a premium position. You spend the money. You make sure you got that guy in in the fold
3: and one more thing real quick like i don't know if you're gonna you're not gonna see the full evaluation for both those guys stevenson and terrell smith this season jalen johnson's still here so to make that decision you would need to be really sure in what you got with those two rookies but you're not gonna see that this season
2: but at the same token it gives ryan poles leverage especially if they both play well which they still have to prove that and then when you add in the fact that the bears have two first round picks next year which That's I true. fully am embracing another trade back. So we have more first round picks, but at the same time, I do believe that that is also part of the leverage Ryan Poles will be able to use in these not contract negotiations to stay at his number.
1: All right. We're officially in an hour, which means we're going to rapid fire through these super chats uh, to close right. out the show keys, $5 at fields gets off to a five for five completion rate. I believe gets, is going to call at least 30 passing plays. Uh, I think that depends on the run. I mean, if the run, if there's stuff in the run and fields is getting easy completions because they're ganging up on the run, then maybe, but I, I don't think you just, I don't, I don't think you get away from what your offense is really built around.
2: What's the score of the game too?
1: a thousand to zero bears. I love it. So you run the ball. Uh, Chubbs, 82 $5. The question is how is the guy we passed up doing in training camp compared to the guy we took? That's a loser right now. If you're reading
0: press clippings, Jalen Carter is like the greatest player in the history of football, but we'll let's wait and see how that one pans out. I was out. also
1: just seeing a tweet about my guy, John Michael Schmitz, who the Bears could have had, and apparently he's already in the Hall of Fame. George Pickens. Peter Scratch, he's too. going to the Hall of Fame, too. Don't worry about it. We're
3: fine. Let's go. Uh, all right. What's Knicks. next?
2: Nick's got this one.
3: Who do we have this from? Dapper Dan. Dapper Dan. Dapper Dan. People saying Fields shouldn't play in the preseason. Are partying way too hard. A meatball uh, on meatball. Island. meatball Island. Pro Bowlers, MVP, the Super Bowl winners get the preseason off and all those things. Uh, Justin Fields is currently as not We're now. gaining
2: right now. momentum. I know we're pumping out shirts at CHGO, but a meatball island shirt <laughs> might be in the works the amount of people starting to embrace the the meatball island there and you go arm wants to be on it so maybe we'll let you have a shirt if you <laughs> if you don't I, talk I, all the I, I
0: definitely did not say i want to be on meatball
2: island that next oh my god All right. <laughs> chris gutron five dollar super chat i've trained in my tie <laughs> Mai th- Tai. say that
1: right? Muay Thai, MMA. Where we
0: <laughs> literally fight drink, for the hey,
2: fighting.
1: Without the drink. Hey, I, I've trained plenty in Mai Tais. Camp, <laughs> yeah. so without a I'm doubt. I'm an
2: expert in Mai Tais. I'm going to have a Mai Tai right I'm after an the expert show. Expert in Mai Tais, but Can't this is Muay Thai, hand. MMA, <laughs> where we literally fight our teammates in training, and after the round ends, we shake hands. Seems pretty normal for practice
1: i'm with you that's fine good i didn't see the shaky shaky handy handy though but i don't know maybe that came out after we
0: left me and Carm
2: almost killed each other in the bleachers the other day and then afterwards we were hugging so that's what good teammates do because
0: (laughs) i I smoothed it over and i was so good but keep
2: on going (laughs) rob's rob ds127 dollar 99 super chat should alan williams be on the hot seat i think so didn't have any
1: talent no, not yet. Didn't have any yeah. pass rushers. Uh ask us that same question after week four.
2: Okay. Four. All right. Chubbs, my guy. Eight Chubbs eighty two, two dollars super chat. Greg is one hundred percent Brendan Schwab. I would slow down with the percentages you're throwing around there. Or the comp. Chubbs. I didn't know his name was Brendan. Me neither. It's a great show though. Uh saying Ray Kim, another four ninety nine super chat. Judging my hoag's <laughs> cryptic pessimism we're going going to be dis- so disappointed by jf1 against the packers on nine t- september 10th fml
0: saying ray don't read it in anything hoax yeah. not saying that I, I, not saying that I, I'm, not, I'm definitely not there you go I, she's stay still, optimistic saying you're
2: still reading your mini camp updates
0: he's also saying he's not going to throw for 400 he, yards we'll see
2: he's yeah five yards Damn, many campo. Yeah, I'm saying 500. <laughs> right, uh, my bad. Yeah. All right, our our girl Crystal Simone Carm's uh, girl doesn't want anything to do with Carm. Brags, I want to meet <laughs> you on Saturday. Hashtag Bear Down, Crystal. You know I'd love. We can't wait to meet you, Crystal, and we appreciate your support. And I know Carm loves you so much with all of his heart. Crystal's his my hero. Little, his little Grinch heart, but <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> We are going to be in studio on Saturday for pre and post game show. So we will not be in Indianapolis. We will be there, you know, at Sa-
1: Saturday's games at at Soldierville
2: this Saturday. It's at Indianapolis.
3: Oh, we played They play. Try Tennessee not to Titans.
2: try not
1: to.
0: And Saturday next,
2: we don't play Indy. Why would we practice oh, after the game? That's next week. Well, I'm, you know, I got a lot going on. All right. Whoever Last... they play. Shut up. I can't wait to meet you either. Crystal. Next God, one, please. Damn swanky 32 uh, my guy swanky 499 super chat this he just season- told himself to shut up <laughs> no, sometimes you know sometimes i send myself texts to remind myself of things and i'll be like remember to do this and then i put you dumbass that's how i text myself
0: no that's for this quiet sp- place that's for the swank sh- the uh the swank Carpet, swanky 32 swank. 499 this season 25 rushing yards per game for the bears equals one cheesy gordita <laughs> crunch for greg bragg's oh, taco God. bell live mass live, live. 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 wow now you of dogs. us oh, those read. are brags my bad <laughs> 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 you pulled the
1: bragg live less. taco
3: bell is awesome
1: okay that was a fun productive show a lot of good conversation that uh, uh, as usual went off the rails late uh we appreciate all the super chats and the love you guys are the best uh let's go enjoy some mai ties <laughs> and um Bragg's natural state is a state <laughs> of confusion thank you lord crimson uh <laughs> it's been fun we'll be back tomorrow the uh third cluster, like third day at practice. What do they call them? Clusters? Uh, day three of the cluster. The cluster. No, that's not the word they're using. Stack? Uh, stack. 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 The stack is over tomorrow. Stack is um, back. Um, My sister's last name is Stack. Oh. She married a stack. She, stack. married a stack. she married a stack. stack. Uh, The stack ends snack. tomorrow. The third of practices, uh, and then there's an actual game on Saturday. Can't wait. So we'll back tomorrow. We'll be there, of course, at practice. Uh, We'll see if Things are a little bit cleaner. Uh, We'll see if Chase
0: Claypool. Show's an hour later tomorrow, 4 o'clock.
1: That's right. I forgot about that. Uh, We have some in-house business to take care of tomorrow. So show will be at 4 o'clock in studio, actually uh, back in our awesome C H O studios in the West Loop. So we will talk to you then. See you.